So tomorrow night, President Obama delivers his State of the Union address. He'll use the occasion to push for his legislative priorities like immigration reform. The president wants, among other things, to offer millions of illegal immigrants a legal path to citizenship. But he's made clear that he expects the undocumented to go to the back of the line behind applicants who got here legally. The thing is, applying for citizenship often leads to indefinite waiting times. John Rossman of the public radio collaboration Fronteras has this report. Meet Gustavo Valencia. He's waiting in the line that lawmakers are now talking about. We initiated the documentation in 87. My father became a U.S. citizen in 94. For it's been almost 18 years. Valencia left Mexico in his 20s. He came on a tourist visa and stayed. When his father got U.S. citizenship in 1994, Valencia applied for a family visa. That's where his line started. But where it ends is unclear. In nine years, his line has moved back 13 months, and he's unsure why. All they give you is a notification and there is nothing that you can do. But you would like to know a little bit more. You know, how come things are not moving properly? As Washington tackles immigration reform, the Senate's bipartisan proposal would send undocumented immigrants to the back of the line. And President Obama agrees. But he had also increased the total number of family visas, like Valencia's, that are given out. That way, immigrants who start lining up behind Valencia face a shorter line. Marco Rubio, the Florida senator giving the Republican response to the State of the Union in both Spanish and English, even he finds the current backlog flawed. But as he told the New York Times in January, quote, I don't have a solution for that question right now. It's because the lines to enter the U.S. legally are really complicated. Think of them like the ones you see at an airport abroad. They're full of people waiting to fly to the United States. There are different airlines or ways to get a green card. But by far, the most popular way into the U.S. is the family visa. There are two paths to that gate. One, the fastest, is for the spouse, young child, or parent of a U.S. citizen. But the second line under debate is far longer. It's like the security line. The second line, the second rate line, is when you're not an immediate relative, but you are a family member. Lilia Velasquez is an immigration lawyer in San Diego. This slower line is made up of spouses and younger children of current green card holders, along with siblings or older children of U.S. citizens. These family preference lines are divided once more, depending on your home country. For places with high visa demand like Mexico, India, China, the Philippines, imagine the airport during Christmas. The line snakes out the door. It's that line times 1,000. Velasquez explains the wait time for Valencia's specific line. A U.S. citizen parent that wishes to bring over a son or daughter over 21 who's single, the wait for Mexico is over 100 years. Not for everyone, of course, but she's also not exaggerating. The bottleneck happens because of a yearly cap on family visas. Every country is only allowed 7% of that total number, and that hasn't changed since 1965. But the demand has, so Mexico's line is a lot longer than France's. You can see your place in line through the government's visa bulletin, but don't take that estimated wait time at face value. Let's see how fast the dates, the priority dates, are moving. And then we can judge, more or less, when we can be expected that you will become eligible. Priority date is like a timestamp on your ticket, marking when your application went in. So let's go back to Valencia. He's from Mexico. When he applied, he was over 21. That places him in Mexico's F1 preference. 
For certain lines, like Valencia's, the priority dates on the Visa Bulletin are unreliable. And with the current backlog, these lines with too many applicants move so slow, some months, it actually moves back in time. That's called Visa Retrogression. Valencia compares this feeling of retrogression to the stock market crashing. When things were going well, you were watching the stock every day. And when it crashed, all of a sudden, you don't even want to see your 401k. Valencia's priority dates have changed twice. It means more bureaucracy, more waiting. For sitting inside his father's home in San Diego, Valencia remains optimistic. He's working, has a U.S. college degree, but not having a green card has shelved his other dreams, like getting married. He's met women, but many have been undocumented, and he couldn't consider it. If I were to marry someone that doesn't have any documentation, I'm going to be into a different bracket, and all these 18 years that I've been waiting for that green card would be meaningless. For Valencia, the wait for legal residence is worth it. It's more than a green card. It's about earning a political voice. Having most of your life now here, you kind of would like to be incorporated into the process of being part of the society, being able to go and vote. Uh, and the people that work for you, like politicians, letting them know how you feel. What happens in Congress this year may determine how much longer Valencia and the millions who may line up behind him will have to wait. For The World, I'm John Rossman in San Diego.